right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Movie Talks and Chill. We are your hosts. I'm Tony Serrato. I'm Gavin Butts. I'm Patrick Wall. And in this episode, we are going to be talking, Mr. Patrick. The sequel to our MCU episode, the DCU episode. Yes, it takes a little bit longer to do uh, sequels now. (laughs) We've got a lot of shit on our plate. (laughs) Yes, yes. We've had a lot of... Hey, some things happen, man, but you don't want to see a sequel come out like one week later after the first one. I mean, well... <laughs> Sometimes I mean, do. to be fair, when we did the MCU, we were young, we didn't know what we were doing, we were just talking about anything. And now we actually have a schedule. Yes, it's weird. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, Tony was young, we were younger. Yes. <laughs> hey, at least I was young. <laughs> the one time we didn't call him old. Hey, that's fine with me. Wow, you have matured. <laughs> As we're all sitting with beers in front of us. Yeah. But before we get into the D and the C, uh, there is something one to mention here. Oh, uh, um, yes. The slap scene round the world. I, I would say more heard because I've seen more memes about it than the actual story. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't watch the Oscars, but when I woke up, my entire social media was nothing about that. It was nothing but memes and people just saying what the hell just happened. So I was like, I just Googled it and I saw, like, Will Smith put in his action training and he just, bam, right in his face. He went straight Hancock on him. Yeah. <laughs> he did a lot of things on Chris Rock's face. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I did want to ask this question because we are movie, not critics, but we are commentators. We don't talk about the Oscar-worthy uh, Oscar, uh, movies a lot. But what is your take? Like, Oscars are very prestigious. The actors that are nominated and are awarded are very good actors. What is your take on the situation about what happened? I think it was... Because there are a lot of... There are a lot of feelings that are going around right now. I personally think... Do you want me to speak first here? Sure, go for it. This way you don't think I stole... You stole mine! I didn't steal your episode? You stole mine, man. (laughs) I think it was... I I think there's a few words to describe. It would be unnecessary, uh, ridiculous, Mm. uncalled for, and just plain wrong. Because number one... If everybody goes back and really watches it over and over, because they played it's it many times. because you see Smil- Will Smith laugh before Jada gives him the stink eye. Yeah. And then he walks up. Yeah, that's the thing. He was all laughing about it. Number two, it's like, all right, he didn't know what she was going through. It's like, his, uh, Chris Rock. Uh, yeah, okay. Will Smith definitely knew what she was going through. No, 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 through. no. Yeah. But Chris Rock did, and he was just making a joke. But that's what comedians do. Like, his <laughs> job at the Oscars was to go up and make jokes. And as any good... Actor, comedian knows, especially comedian, mm. but actors all know this because they hang out with, together. You think Will Smith and Chris Rock never hung out together? Mm. You're, you're probably stupid, <laughs> or maybe I am because I don't know. But <laughs> maybe they never did. So, but anybody who thinks it's like anybody who's in an audience, you are a target, and mm. as an actor, you're always a target for everybody. Exactly. Even and, Tom Hanks was a target a few times. <clears throat> yeah. So I mean, it's like okay, you made this joke. It wasn't even direct. He didn't say anything about like. Her conditioner, or, or anything yeah, like that. yeah, you know, sorry, but, you know, GIJ, thanks to alopecia, you can be GIJ yeah. too. Now, you know what I'm saying? He didn't say anything like that. He just mm. he had no idea. And I think also, as much as I liked Will Smith as an actor, I did lose respect for him mm. on that. And I just, I don't know, I just think he was completely in the wrong. Mm. And the way he handled it, but I think Chris Rock handled it. I thought it he handled it amazingly because like he just kind of like. Kind of brought it back. Yeah. If there if if there was any golden child out of this, I would definitely say it's Chris Rock as you know 
Okay, he ended up smiling after, carrying on his, you know, what he was giving He even made a couple of jokes for. afterwards. Exactly. And from what I, the news reports, like, he's doing his stand-up in L.A. or um, Boston, wherever he is. Yeah. Everyone tries to bring it up, and he just shuts it down. Yeah. It's like, we're not talking about that. Right. Like, it happened, leave it alone. Exactly. Well, he did do his stand-up, he <clears throat> didn't bring it up, up, but he kind of brought it up because he was out there. I know his after, brother did. No, no, Chris Rocket. Oh, okay. His latest stand-up he just did this past weekend after all that stuff happened. He went up and he's like, hey, how was your weekend? <laughs> like, they show the clip of how he kind of addressed it. And he's like, I know what y'all want to talk about. He's like, listen, he's like, but I had a whole stand-up already prepared before all that. He's like, you know, eventually we'll get to that. He's like, not going to say, I don't even know exactly. He's like, I'm still processing everything. And he's like, but when I do talk about it, it'll be serious and it'll be funny. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's how he dressed it in his in his stand I know his brother was doing a comedy show and he's like you come up here <laughs> that ain't happening <laughs> to be fair until I saw that video clip I didn't know Chris Rock had a brother <laughs> let alone in comedy well also that's that's another thing is like I've seen um, several clips now I don't know how old these are mm. I don't know if this has all happened you know within the last week or, or so but there's there's been posts of several, you know, comedians doing an act and then someone from the audience coming up to either stop the act or basically, you know, have an altercation with the comedian on stage. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how there's no dates on these videos other than just the post date. Right. Um, but so, I mean, if that's the case, I mean, I, how would that not be empowering? Well, if Will Smith, this, you know. A-list actor can go up and slap somebody on the stage for talking shit about him. Why can't I go do it? Right. Yeah. The only problem is he didn't get arrested. If one exactly. of us went up yeah. there. Well, and he did also. He you know, he then got an award. Hmm. And then he made he won Best Actor. Yeah. So he got an Oscar and he wins it. And then he makes He an immediately apology. had to resign from the Academy. Yeah. Yeah. But he made this big apology to everybody else but Chris Rock when mm-hmm. he accepted the award. And there's all the whole big thing. And, yeah, there's too much... Stuff yeah, we're not going to get into the politics of the academy and all that. The only stuff. final thing I will say about it personally for me is that it's it would be a completely it's still not right, but it would be a completely different story if it was in some you know the Laugh Factory See, that's or something. What, yeah, the but point I was I was going to bring Oscars. Up. Yeah, you're in on oh. camera in front of millions of people. Yeah. Like I understand you're angry. You made fun of my wife. I it, in on camera and in front of millions of people, I would bite my tongue. But if I ever saw you at the after party, we're about to have words. Yeah, I mean, like, you can do whatever you want afterwards, yeah. but I don't know what he was I would, really thinking. I would not do like I understand wanting to stick up for your wife and defend, you know, the conditions that she's going through, and maybe, you know, you initially didn't think it was that wrong, but like thinking back on it, like that was a little messed up. So you wanted to teach him a lesson, but that's an after party thought. I would not do that on stage. On camera, in front of millions of people. No, even if he would have just stood up next to his wife, like, not walked up on stage Mm -hmm. and said, hey, listen, even not swearing, but Mm say, hey, listen, man, that's really not funny. Mm -hmm. I know you're a comedian. Let's keep that one down. They kind of stop his routine at that point. Mm -hmm. Okay, maybe I get that. You skip and go straight to violence? (laughs) Yeah. And you keep my wife's mouth out your fucking mouth. There's a little part of me that understands why he did it. I just, I don't think that was the right time and or place to do it. But I, and, and I don't really agree with it either. I mean, I don't agree with it. Period. Oh, I don't it's agree like, with what he did whatsoever. No, no, just, because it was. But I do understand where he was coming from. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, the defending of your family, whatever. But it's like if someone that'd be like if you and I were sitting there, and I had no idea that you had a family member who had an ailment. I didn't make fun of the ailment, but just maybe the effects of it because mm. it was something I saw. 
look at that bald chick over there, and then your sister had cancer, and you come up and slap me, I'd be like, I had no I fucking did. Number mm. one, I wasn't even talking about your sister. Number two, yeah. I didn't know she had cancer. This just I'm just making a fucking But joke. that's me and you. We all know, like, hey, man, calm down. <laughs> right. This is what I'm going through. This, it may be a little bit different when you're in that limelight. No, and, and I know, but like I said, it's just a matter of when you're at any kind of entertainment, whether it be mm. music, movies... Comedy, you're, whatever, whatever. You're held to a higher standard. As soon, yeah. Not even the higher standard, but as soon as you put yourself out there, you're a target. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, 100%. So you got to learn how to take it. I read the comments we get in our podcast that has like fives of viewers. Yes. Like, <laughs> We're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and um, some of them are hurtful. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> how do you know me? <laughs> but yeah, so that's, that's the view on that. But uh, yeah, I don't. I think we need to get back to a more important topic. Yeah. And that would be... The, the DC, DC universe. <laughs> <laughs> back to the DC. <laughs> we we have to talk about Suicide Squad now so that Will Smith doesn't come slap us. Yeah. Well, <laughs> to be fair, I'm not going to be talking about his version. That's a damn short. <laughs> Keep his movies out your <laughs> damn fucking mouth! <laughs> I mean, I'll talk about his movies all day long. It's just not that movie. <clears throat> all right, so DC... Uh, just kick it off as we always do. Uh, you want to go favorites here? Favorites. I'll do it. I know you're ready. Oh, I really I, am. I, it's I, the Suicide Squad with Idris Elba. The newest one. Yeah. Yeah. So I've seen a lot of the the Batmans, the Supermans, the Green Lantern, well, the Green Lantern, which really sucks. That's at the bottom of the pile. But um, Zack Snyder's um, Suicide Squad, I thought was fantastic. There was humor. There was action. There was drama. <laughs> it hit all the marks. It was written well. It was directed well. And they had an all-star cast that is easily my favorite DC movie to date. Okay. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Superman. I love Batman. And I, I cannot wait for the Flash movie to come out. <clears throat> but the Suicide Squad, the the um, the take they took on that, I thought was fantastic. Uh, that's easily mine. Like, okay. And I have the Box Trilogy Blu-ray edition of Christopher Nolan's Batmans. Nice. That's number two compared to the Suicide Squad for me. Don't worry, you don't have to worry about stealing this. I don't think we're going to get the same one. I don't think so either. Um, <laughs> what, are you two going to say Green Lantern? Uh, I'll shut you. your damn mouth. Shut <laughs> <laughs> the Green Lantern out <laughs> your damn mouth! <laughs> oh, I wish we had a sound by the way. CBS censored it, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> we get the Australian version. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would have to say the, um, the first, I, I guess you could say, was it the... Uh, so the Batman with Michael Keaton and mm. Jack Nicholas. Mm. Yep. Um, that was Tim Burton's. Uh, yep. what, was that the first yes. big screen adaptation? Because I knew um, that big it was always screen? the TV show. Yes it, and yeah, no. Yeah, I think it was the first big screen. It, it, I can't remember if yes he did no one. because the, Was the, there the, something before the, that? The Adam West one, they did do a movie. They did? But that was made for TV, wasn't it? I don't know if it was or not. But I would say, anyway, I would say probably, fine. yes, Michael Keaton's Batman would probably be the first real... Like major release, major production. Yeah. Release. Uh, excuse me, it's Jack Nicholson, son, not Nicholas. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> not not golfing. Not golfing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, just his adaptation of the Joker. I mean, I know everyone loves Heath Ledger, which was great. Mm-hmm. I just think at that at at that time, like a lot of people, you know, aren't my age and didn't grow up around that time to have you know how serious he was, except for one who flew over the cuckoo's nest. Mm-hmm. But just seeing him in that Joker role. And just having that, he had to have had so much fun playing that character. Oh, yeah. The entire movie. <laughs> well, ironically, they said when that movie came out, he actually stole that movie. 
because it was yeah. Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. But everybody saw it as Jack Nicholson, Michael Keaton. Oh no, this guy over here has been yep. using Brand X. Yes. <laughs> Love that Joker. Yeah, that Joker. The one thing about that movie, which I learned a long time after I saw that movie, was originally, from what I understood in the comics, was the Joker just appeared and he just became Batman's arch-villain. There was no chemical accident or anything like that. But in the original Golden Age of Comics, that was the Joker's origin story. He did fall into a vet. But I was a kid when I saw that movie. And from what I knew, like that doesn't line up what I'm reading right now. But I learned, you know, later on, like, no, 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 no. That was his original Golden Age of Comics um, storyline. And I wanted to give props to um, Tim Burton for sticking to that. But well, when the, I first saw that, I was like, that's bullshit. In the, in the comics, <laughs> was he also the person that killed uh, Bruce Wayne's parents? No. Because he was in that I movie. I don't believe so. That was in the movie, but in the comics, yeah. that's not true. Okay. Well, there have been so many iterations where he... Oh, everybody actually, has and killed never... Thomas and Martha Wayne. Yeah. Like, I've <laughs> killed them in this point. You wow. asshole. Jeez, jerk. Jeez. I've also killed Uncle Ben at this point. Like, everybody has killed Keep people. Uncle Ben's <laughs> name! <laughs> you keep the MCU! <laughs> you damn man. And I don't think he was actually, like, for the longest time, he never actually had a name. They never yeah. really gave him a name. And no, I think the whole Jack the, Napier thing... It was in the later. gold... No, it was in the golden was it the age. Original? Yeah. That's who the Joker was in the... Like, we're talking 1960s and 70s. Yeah. No, probably earlier than that. I uh, cannot re- It was in Detective Comics number 40 where Joker first showed up, which way have been 1950-something. Okay. But it was Jack Napier, and it was a chemical accident that turned him into it. It wasn't later until, like, they just re- they retconned him to be like, he's just the guy who showed up to start chaos, and he was the one guy Batman really couldn't figure out. Yeah. I still don't think anybody can really figure Jack Nicholson out either. No, no, no. I, I don't I even don't, want to try. No, not There's even Johnny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I agree, but you're lucky because you came close. Because oh, that shit. is up there in the tier of there. So, what is your Batman Returns with the Penguin? <laughs> oh God! No. Although that wasn't horrible, not nearly as bad as some of the other Batmans that have come out. But no, for me, it's the 1970, whichever uh, Superman original Superman. Oh, Christopher Reeves. Yep. The first one. The very first one. Okay. Well, I would say the first and the second, because they were actually filmed together. Just so it was up. like Endgame and Infinity War. Yeah. Okay. Or well, Back to the Future 2 and 3. They did they filmed. film those at yep. the same time? I did not know that about yeah, those. Well, that's what I'm here for. Wow. <laughs> 3 is my worst favorite of those if, three movies. If you go back and watch the first Superman, the very beginning of the movie has nothing to do really at the very beginning about the planets. Well, it does, but you see Zod and the two... Partners, Isn't the first part of that movie the, uh, the Niagara Falls scene? Okay. Isn't the first part of number two the Niagara Falls scene? Yes, that's the beginning of that one. Okay. and But yeah, if you watch the beginning of the first one, they have the General Zod and them going, getting exiled to the Phantom Zone, and then that's how the second one begins, is them getting broken out of the Phantom Zone. Okay. So if you really watch, there's a lot of setup of the second movie, but they already had basically known what they were going to do with it. Okay. Obviously not the most technologically advanced movie, but... No. There is a thing in there, I, I, you know, me with the documentaries, and I was watching one on, and about superhero movies, and they were talking, or comics and stuff, mm. and he said, there's a shot in there, and I watched it, and you actually want, go back and watch it, and tell me if for practical effects, if it wasn't amazing. There's that scene where he's flying Lois back, where he takes her out as Superman, 
out of her apartment. He's flying her around the sky, and he flies back, and she says goodnight, and he takes off. And the camera does not make one cut. Like, you don't see the camera do a cut. And it just pans, he flies off, and then the camera do, and you hear a knock on the door, and just a one camera action, and he's at the door dressed as Clark Kent. And they said it's the smoothest, most practical, affected shot in almost any movie ever done. He's like, you look at it, it's one shot. There's no cuts. And you're like, don't know how the hell they did that. <laughs> because it goes from, it's not like he turned her like And it's cut. a skin-tight outfit. It's not like he's wearing a business suit underneath <laughs> yeah, that right. thing. But, and maybe later on I can show you that clip. But yeah, you watch it. And it's not like he's turned, like they cut and he's turned around and then takes off. So it's like a different guy. It's one cut of him standing in front of her, then turns around and, you know, because he's on wires in mm. those type movies. Yeah. Turns around, flies out, and then the camera pans to the apartment and goes and knock on the door, and she walks right to the door from the from the porch. So, so we had like just, 15 seconds to change costumes. Basically. <laughs> but they said it's such a smooth roll of it that they said you actually believe this guy is like a Superman. You know, mm. like he could do that. So that was just a quick side note. Yeah. I mean, it's a good <clears> side note. One of the reasons why I like that movie so much. And it was well done. <laughs> and you had Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor. Come on. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> Kevin Spacey didn't do a bad job as um, Lex Luthor either. He didn't do a bad job, but it's like, I had trouble. See, one of my favorite Kevin Superman Spacey's... movies is the one with Brandon Ruth and um, Kevin Spacey. I oh, genuinely turns. Yeah, I genuinely like that movie. I, uh, I, I had some issues with that one, but everybody's got their thing. <laughs> I'm not going to say you're wrong. I'm just saying I was not... I mean, not... it was better than Superman 4. We can all agree what? with that. Anything is better than Superman 4. <laughs> well, actually, Batman and Robin... Maybe. Yeah, that was pretty bad. You didn't like, maybe that you didn't like Eisenberg as Lex Luthor? What's wrong with you? A lot. <laughs> I actually liked... Uh, what's his name? Rose, Rosenbaum? Uh, the guy that played Lex Luthor in Smallville. Uh, Michael Rosenbaum. Michael Rosenbaum. Yeah, yeah, he was actually really good, too. I, I did like it. I thought he did a really good job. Like It seems like a lot of the TV show ones I see fit perfectly... For the roles, just like uh, got got Grant Gustafson as the Flash, or am I saying his name wrong? Uh, the Flash cl- from the TV yeah, show. Yeah, it's you're half right. I can't remember the full name. Like he plays, I think, a great Flash, mm-hmm. and I would have loved to have seen him as the Flash yeah. in the movies. Although you can't, when you're in the TV show, you can't transition to movies because mm-hmm. that's fucking rules. <laughs> um, but no, that's so. Yeah, you pay, he's done it. <laughs> unless you want to pay fifteen million dollars, yeah. Please, Disney, don't sue us. No. So yeah, that's, or Warner Brothers. <laughs> Whichever episode you're listening to, we don't have that kind of money. No, no. I got, uh, I got dollar on me. Yeah, there's two bucks in my wallet. My, my crypto's not really doing it well right now. So yeah. I got a buddy who invests in NFTs. Maybe he's got a couple of bucks. <laughs> so I think, you know, that's that's our favorite. So what else? Let's get into the DC, man. I mean, hmm. we've, we've hit on the MCU so much and somehow keeps on getting brought back to the MCU. I, to I will say that one of the movies I was surprised at how good it was um, was Aquaman. Okay. Was well, how, you can't go wrong with Jason Momoa. But that's the that's the thing. I think that... I say that that's knowing the only had two of one of his first appearances on screen. That's, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> is, that was... Casting him was the only way to bring that character back to life. Okay. Like, I don't think there's... Maybe two other people you could have thrown in there and made that character. I, and I don't know who they are. <laughs> I don't know who they are. The one thing somewhere. I think they did right is um, <laughs> um, they took the new 52 Arthur Curry. So yeah. back in the day, he was just like a guy who could talk to fish, and that's all he did, basically. 
I'm sure there are comic book fans that will fight me on this. But the New 52, he was the king of the Atlantis. He was a, a <coughs> beast on land and a monster in the ocean. And that's that's kind of what they tried to portray. And they clearly took artistic liberties. Yeah. But um, they got Jason Momoa. He's apparently a ripped Adonis, no matter what he does, no matter what Super Bowl commercial you watch. You ever see that one? I'm Jason, and this is Momoa. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they just got him jacked, and they made him the king of Atlantis, even though in their interpretation he was the Forsworn one, like, you're a bastard. He was Jon Snow of Atlantis, basically. But he's Jason Momoa, so he came back and kicked the shit out of everyone. But they also kept the original, where he could talk to fish, and he's the only one who could do that. And, And he... In the comics, the New 52, he always has this standoff version of um, the Justice League. He's like, I'll be a part of it, but only if it serves my my kingdom. Mm. And that was almost his part. Like, I'm going to protect the people that I care about. I don't really care what you guys are doing. Mm. So I thought that, um, that storyline that they were taking from, I thought was a great idea. Okay. Well, I got a question for you, two of you. <clears throat> so normally we do this closer to the end or whatever, but we'll do it in the middle. Three. What do you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is correct, sir. <laughs> Shit, my answer was purple. <laughs> well, that is correct, too. It was three purple dinosaurs. Yes! I'm wildly confused on what this question yes, is going to be. This is the worst case of Jeopardy I've ever played. <laughs> well, we talked about your favorite DC movie. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say one you hated. What do you feel was the biggest failure movie that DC has done? Personally or critically acclaimed? But this is your opinion. Oh. Ouch. I know my answer, and it's going to be a long-winded one, so I'm going to let Gavin go first. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, although I think the... I, I love the music in it. Um, I would say that the second Wonder Woman was terrible. Okay. Wow. Really? Just because... The, the, them's I, fighting words. I, mean, I love that movie. I, I love the first. Fantastic. I love the first. I think both of them are fantastic. I did not. Um, I mean, of course, I love Pedro Pascal, but I mean, probably the only the only thing I liked about that was Kristen Wiig becoming Cheetah, <laughs> and her and you know Wonder Woman actually having a fight. <clears throat> but I mean, but you know, her becoming Cheetah sets up the Legion of Doom. Yes, which is why I said that's the only good. Part. <laughs> I can't like, wait yes, for I Solomon Grundy to come in. <laughs> and, uh, I would love for them to edit uh, Solomon Grundy. <laughs> Solomon under- Grundy, hungry. <laughs> I think he's the most underrated Batman villain of all yes. time. Um, but just the 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 whole storyline of it of okay. okay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna assimilate this rock. And then I'm going to be the wishing stone for everyone. And to be fair, towards the end, I did get a lot of um, Jim Carrey as the Riddler Batman vibes, where he was just trying to absorb everyone's thoughts. Yeah. They just did it better, because I think Jim Carrey sucked in that movie. Yet again, I wasn't a fan of that one either. <laughs> <laughs> but, sorry, that's mine. No, you're fine. That's mm-hmm. mine. I know, Patrick wants to kill me now. No. I know. <laughs> I mean, I will disagree with you that you're broken and you need to be fixed. <laughs> I'm actually going to text Becky and have her work on that. Um, Fix Gavin. Good luck. <laughs> there's a movie that came out, um, and the only reason why I think it's the worst, because not only was it very bad, 
is that they had a cast, they had the writing crew, and they had the directorship to be a fantastic movie. But they dropped the ball on every level. Like, even the star-studded cast they hired, it wasn't their best acting. The writers they hired wasn't their best uh, writing. The director they had is an Academy Award-winning director at this point, I believe. And it just was not their best work. And they had the potential to do this character justice, and they had this... They had the ability to start the DCEU, like, straight off the bat, this is where we're starting, if they did it well. But it sucked so hard, I really didn't like it because they failed on so many levels. I'm going to ask you, what movie do you think I'm talking about? Green Lantern. That's exactly what I was going to say. I mean... (laughs) They had such the potential. They had the writing, they had the... Taika Waititi directed, they had Ryan Reynolds, who is... um, an award-winning actor, Taika Waititi, has won an Oscar since then, but they dropped the ball on so many levels. I am wildly disappointed on how much of a failure. Even Ryan Reynolds and Taika Waititi agree with this. This movie sucked hard. I mean, that's why he shot himself at the yeah. end of Deadpool 2. Yep. <laughs> You're welcome, Canada. You're welcome, Canada. It had the ability to be so much greater than what it actually was. And I'm a big Green Lantern fan from the comics. Because, you know, imagining a fist punching someone in the face. That's kind of dope. (laughs) (laughs) And it just happens. But they failed so hard. I was... I'm genuinely... Not even angry. I'm just disappointed. And as anyone who's been told that by their parents... I'm not angry. I'm disappointed. Disappointed. That's worse. I want you to be angry. <laughs> yeah. Please be. Please hit me. Yeah. Just don't say that. Ground me for a year. Yeah. That's exactly. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not angry. I'm disappointed. Yes, uh. right? <laughs> so that's, in my book, that is the worst <clears throat> one. Okay. Um, I think I kind of mentioned mine earlier, but... I mean, there there are a few. I'm not gonna lie, there are a few bombs in there. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's it's Batman and Robin. Okay, that's the one with Uma Thurman, Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, chick from Clues. What's her name? Alicia Silverstone. Alicia mm-hmm. Silverstone. She was Batgirl. Yep. George Clooney. Mm-hmm. Yep. He had the bat nibbles and the bat credit card. Yeah, and it was uh, it was really bad. Yeah. Again, you take a cast like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you, and number one, they really screwed up Bane to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also screwed up Batman. Well, they screwed up everything. <laughs> they <laughs> messed true. up the entire thing, you know. Thanks, Schumacher. I mean, they, it was maybe on a downward spiral with Batman Forever, although I didn't think Batman Forever was that as horrible. I liked Val Kilmer more than I liked George Clooney, but and that's kind of where it stops. Yep. <laughs> but I think that was definitely up there. Um you mentioned it earlier. Another one was Superman Four: The Quest for Peace, mm-hmm. and Superman Three, the one where they turn the dude. Uh, oh, yeah, but that has Richard Pryor in it, though, so I can't. Yeah, I, mean, it. I know why it's. I know why it's panned. I can understand why people don't like it, but it's got. When Richard I was Pryor. a kid, I loved it. Like, we created anti-Superman from the sun, <laughs> but you know, now that I'm an adult, I'm like, well, wait, what? Hold the phone. <laughs> That's that's not a thing. You can't throw something into the sun and then get a human back. Like, that's not what we do. It's science. <laughs> it was yeah. nuclear, man. Yeah, nuclear. I've passed college. That's not science. It's nuclear. Well, to be fair, <laughs> I went to college. I did. Were you a physicist? Ish. 
I mean, I took marine biology. Only so a only a mid conversation. <laughs> but I mean, another bad one too. That, that, I'd say Batman and Robin, hands down. I think. Oh yeah, that's the, really one of the bad. worst ones. But Catwoman was bad. I actually there. never watched it. Well, don't. It's not worth it. This one I'll be on the trailers actually look so bad I didn't watch that movie. And again, you I mean, Halle everyone Barry. just wanted to see Halle Berry in a cat suit. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. Well, one, you could just watch Monsters Ball. You're fine. And how two, d- I've seen Alicia Silverstone. <laughs> how dare you bring up <laughs> in Batman Returns? So you know, why did I need to see it twice? Wasn't the Green Hornet DC? Technically, yeah. Yes, that was a horrible movie too. You get the Hornet. fuck out of my apartment. All right, see you later. I love that movie. Well, let me let me uh, save Tony. V for Vendetta. Was actually a DC. Game. We've only talked about yeah, this a week, but that ago. was. A I have to though. work. I haven't had time to watch. But V for it. Vendetta was good. Uh, it was excellent. That's, I, that's I did not know. We literally talked about this we less than a week ago. I haven't had time to watch the movie. But but we also I, I did not know that it was part of a, a string of comics that came out in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Uh, they was also rebooted in the late nineties, if I remember correctly. It was part of the. Um, I just mentioned it. Uh, <laughs> And then they rebooted the DCU comic books. What is that called? The New 52. Thank you. You're welcome. I said that like 10 minutes ago. I forgot it. I'm just here to fill in the blanks. <laughs> What's that word again? Yeah. You're the one who brought us together. And now you're just the one <laughs> moderating it. I fill in the blanks. <laughs> so, well, I know one that you said you really liked. I think you said you liked it too. That was done pretty well. That not a lot of people think it or knew was DC was the Watchmen. Oh, yes. I was actually planning on bringing that up. That's well, here's your chance. There you go. It's brought up. Talk about it. <laughs> I just think it's a really. It was once again well directed, well written, and the acting. <clears throat> and there wasn't a lot of all star cast in that. I mean, there were a couple of big names, but I mean, the whole cast wasn't just like star studded. They didn't throw money at this. Um, but, I would say not yet. Several yeah. of them did go on to be real big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but. What I liked was there. it was basically a parody of the Justice League, of how they should have acted as actual human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was really... Especially the comedian, because he dies in the first scene, but you, it, there's constant flashbacks <laughs> to him. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a guy who kicks ass, and I'm a superhero, and then the government hires him. He goes to Vietnam, and he does some really messed up stuff. <laughs> and then there's a guy like the Martian Manhunter, who could do literally anything. And like, why didn't you stop him from doing anything? Martian Manhunter. Watchmen? The guy, the blue guy. He uh, was their version. Well, Na- Dr. I, Manhattan, who's uh, on yeah, the yeah, Wait a Manhattan. second, Martian Manhattan. Well, Manhattan. he's their version oh, of okay, Martian. Oh, okay, I gotcha. That's who I'm, I, I, I think gotcha. they're I'm trying sure, to relate to with him. I don't know if they, I don't know if he was like the direct relation to him. But he's the closest one I can think of. I could have oh, I could have done with, without him being blue and walking around with his Jack. Yeah, yeah, the, just, the blue cock thing just, hanging out. Yeah, just really didn't flopping around. When we're done recording, I'll tell you a story about that. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I think we need to leave when we're done recording. Check. Yeah. <laughs> That's all the time we have. <laughs> no, I just thought it was a great um, adaptation of the Justice League of what they are actually like as not just Boy Scouts or doing the right thing of what they're doing in their off time or when they retire. Mm-hmm. Like, there's this one scene where the owl, owl man, and Miss Juniper, I believe her name is. They're just hanging out, having a couple of beers, and then some, you know, couple of, you know, a gang tries to pick on them. And they're like, guys, we don't want to do this. And they're like, oh, we're doing this. And then the owl guy just takes off his glasses, like, oh, I guess we're doing this. And then they just break every bone in all seven of their bodies. 
And then they both just start making out because they're attracted to, like, the fighting and the mm-hmm. crime fighting. And yeah. It was more real than you would get with a, D- a, a Superman or a Batman movie. Live action, I will say. Yeah, live action, yeah. Well, I don't think, I mean, I guess we can talk about it a little bit, even though it is a show, that, you know, superheroes, if they actually had superhuman powers. We're going to talk about the boys, aren't yes, we? Yes, Oh, yeah. You can give me. You can give me two minutes. <laughs> I'll join you in this two minutes. Is that what you say to all the ladies? <laughs> <laughs> you can give me the two minutes. Right? One round of a heavyweight it, boxing match. <laughs> it's not ladies. It's lady. He's engaged. Yeah, yeah. What the hell's wrong with you? So she's the lady. <laughs> yeah, yes, actually. <laughs> we we cut left him. <laughs> um, Is that before or after you text me? <laughs> Shut up. During. <laughs> actually, I don't know. If you disgusted or flattered? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> anyway, the boys. <laughs> but so, like, I, I like I like the boys because I feel like that is that would definitely be human or like yeah. superhuman people in real life. They would be commercialized by a giant company. They would. I mean, imagine if you could do anything. Like, you know, mm. we we look at Marvel and you see Captain America. Oh wow, he got these these powers to where he can do anything and run, you know, faster than a car and all this other stuff. Yeah, he's going to just use that for good. No, he's a human freaking being. If you can do anything and no one can stop you, you will keep doing anything you want. Well, <laughs> to be fair, there's a difference. Did that too. One of money. the main differences between the boys and Captain America, as you brought up, is Captain America, and canonically, he was he always wanted to do the right thing. He was never, like, a street thug who just got superpowers. Right. The boys... um, this is basically what the Justice League would be if they all had mental um, disabilities, basically. One's a narcissistic, one's um, an alcoholic, uh, the other one's a druggie, and the other one just wants to murder people. Well, none of, the only one that got brought up by actual scientists was uh, Homelander, mm-hmm. who, you know, who's basically Superman yeah. in, the, in, in the show. And he, like him being brought up by the scientists made him, they wanted him to be perfect. So he basically has a split personality of when the limelight's on him, yes, that's how he acts. And that's how he tries to carry himself. But when it's off, he's a complete freaking sadist. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't want to say too much, but the, remember the ending scene of season two where he's just standing on top of the Chrysler building doing that saying, I could do whatever I want. Yep. And that's a narcissism point of view. And you know what? Who's going to stop him? Exactly. Uh, Billy Butcher... Gets really close to stopping him a few times. And but he's human. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? If he wanted to, he could just destroy him in Easily. his entire bloodline. Yes. <laughs> Anyone um, he's ever known. <laughs> yeah. So I think um, there's the Justice League. There's the Watchmen, which is um, a pretty good sane version of the Justice League. And then there's the Boys, which is like the opposite. <laughs> and to be fair... I love all of them. <laughs> have you seen the animated version of The Boys? Have not yet. So think of The Boys, but since it's animated, they could just do a lot more messed up stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Homelander's kind of like the Bizarro Superman in a way. Just Yeah, but he just, doesn't have like a polygon cra- base. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Which is evil weirdos. <laughs> Which actually, by the way, real quick to bring it. A little bit back to DC, but not the movies, but the show Superman and Lois. They actually just brought in Bizarro Superman. So uh, the one directed, or the first episode was directed by Kevin Smith. So mm-hmm. the one on CW. Yes. Yeah, I haven't yep. seen that one. I 
I've recently uh, purchased a subscription to HBO Max, and I'm rewatching the 1994 uh, Lois and Clark: The New Adventures of Superman. Okay, I am all about it. The only thing I will say, there are not a lot of, um, not even deep cuts, just not a lot of references to the comic book. So every now and again, they'll mention Gotham City or Star Labs, and I was like, "Ooh, we're gonna actually get some DC." <laughs> nope, they stop right no, then and there. Anything. Yep. Because in or Star Labs, Daily Planet, <laughs> yeah, that's about it. It's Perry White, Daily Planet, Lois Lane, Clark Kent, done. They have even tried swapped out Jimmy Olsen twice, so no, once so far. Mm. <clears throat> and it's good, but every now and again, I was like, "Oh, let's explore the Star Labs uh, portion of your lore." You no, know, they mentioned them once offhandedly. I was like, yeah, "Oh, that's all you get from that." Yeah, you're not going to get anything special. Out of yeah. it. I know, and I remember watching it as a kid, and I didn't even know the references to Gotham or Star Labs. And I was like, "Now that I'm an adult and I know the lore and the history, I was like, are we going to hear more of that?" I'm three seasons in. No, it was <laughs> offhanded comment. That's no, apparently not. <laughs> not going to get it. I've not got one season it. left, unless it's all about Asimo the next entire full season. That's <laughs> not. But that's uh, that's why they did that. The show the way they did. It's literally the. Adventures of Lewis mm. and Clark. It's just about them, yeah. for the most part. And but, every now and then, like I said, you do get like offhanded comments. Like Clark Kent will come up to Lois and like Star Labs verified this report. Like, ooh, Star Labs is thing. Are we gonna see some? No, <laughs> you're not gonna see any Barry Allen's or anything. No, damn like it. And Lois is like, I got a friend in Gotham. I was like, ooh, so we're going to Gotham? No, no, you're still yeah. still in Metropolis. Yeah, it's just Lois and Clark. <laughs> the new adventures. It's called Metrocity. Yes. It's Metro City. Yes. <laughs> and by the way, I, I looked up the uh, like DC canonical map of where all these cities are located. Metropolis is in New York City. It's in Delaware. And Gotham is off the coast of New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Well, both of the uh, Metropolis is based off of New York City and Gotham is based off of Chicago. But their canonical map, they're... Like, which is weird because Metropolis was supposed to be right outside of Smallville, which was in Kansas. See, it is in Smallville. But everything else says, I grew up in Kansas, but I moved to Metropolis. So, I mean, in the comics, they're supposed to be like Kansas and New York City. Yeah. But the only reason why you see Superman back and forth is, well, he's well, Superman. He's Superman. I, yeah. He's kind of super. The only <laughs> time you ever see them within spitting distance is Smallville. But I like that better. I mean, Smallville's dope. Don't the, get me the, wrong. The, the blue blur ones, is amazing. Yeah. The two ones that I think they did the best was Smallville was one as far as TV shows versus mm. Superman. And the new one, the Superman and Lois. I haven't the, seen that. Yet. It is. The it's way on HBO it, Max, and it's on my list. It's pretty freaking good. Okay, but, I, I know Kevin Smith directed the first, maybe the first two episodes mm-hmm. of that, and I know he has had a hand in writing at least the first season. Who is Kevin Smith? Well, uh, sit back. I'll tell you all about. It. If this was a Kevin Smith uh, episode, I would talk to you all about. We already had that. <laughs> yeah, it was called Episode One when we got to know Tony. Episode <laughs> One through Fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, you know, kind of back to the, the movie portion of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've been... I'm trying to think of how to, how to ask this question or word, because kind of already said, like, you know, flops and favorites. Um, do you think there was any... Like, so you get your Superman's, like, I my favorite Superman is always going to be Christopher Reeve. Uh, but I'm not going to argue that one. But I will say Henry Cavill is a close second. He's really good. And I did enjoy, even though this one got panned in the theaters by critics, but Man of Steel, I thought, was overall pretty damn good. It was all right. They changed some certain things around, but other than that, I thought they did a really good job. With mm-hmm. it. I'm, I would change up the order a little bit. 
Um, Christopher Reeve, once again, he started it. He's the man of seal. He's mm-hmm. the guy who deserves to be at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, but Henry Cavill, I love him. Mm-hmm. I, he's a great actor. He's not only is he Superman, he's the Witcher, and he's in Mission Impossible. He's actually a really good actor, and I genuinely enjoy his performance. But I have to say, I said it in, earlier in this episode, Brandon Ruth is a notch above him in my book. I love yeah. the way he portrayed Superman. I thought it was great. I thought it was <clears throat> great acting, and I thought it was great directing on the movie's part. I, it got panned in the reviews, but I think Brandon Ruth really did a really good job, and I was upset where they didn't try and continue that storyline. Mm. I mean, technically, canonically, did they, they did, because that movie takes place in between two and three, I believe? It's basically, yeah, it's supposed to, well... They they're telling you to forget three and four altogether. Yeah, okay. Right after the second one. So yeah, because so it's a retcon because he's fought Zod and them. Yeah, and basically, and they're you know, and now he realizes there's other people that. Were yeah, so he goes off. That's so, why he goes and leaves to see if the and that movie picks else. up when he comes back. Yeah. Um. So technically, there are two sequels to that movie, but I wanted them to continue the Brandon Ruth version of that universe. I thought he did a really good job, and I was really disappointed when they didn't. I mean, he's doing a lot of good work on Legends of Tomorrow. He was on the um, the Arrow. He's doing some really great TV work. But mm-hmm. I thought he did a really good job of Superman. So he's number two in my book. Okay. Gavin? Well, for me, I was always a huge fan of uh, Batman from, mm-hmm. from my side. So I would <laughs> I would say, uh, I would still say Adam West is my, my first because I grew up watching the comic, like, <laughs> as a the kid campy, pow, bam, yeah exactly bam, and it was bam. an action like you were actually watching a live comic every time they'd swing the pow would come up there um but i would say and the robin who would always say holy machu picchu batman yeah yeah <laughs> i mean come on what was uh carrie Kasem? Mm-hmm. casey Kasem. casey Kasem. you can't you can't you can't knock him i mean yeah. He did all the Scooby Doo uh, mm-hmm. voices, and he, he was, was a, even he was Saved by the Bell. And he, well, he was also, um, uh, I think he did like a lot of the voiceovers in Legion of Doom too. Mm. Meanwhile, back at the Legion of Doom, yep. oh, I didn't know that was him. But then, now that you say that, that really could have been him. <laughs> uh, but so I would say, I, I would say, I really loved the Christian Bale series. Oh, they were fantastic. Um, uh, I, I would say West, Bale, Keaton, and then everybody else. See, I would kind of go with... I would reverse the second two. I, w- I would go West Keaton, then Bale. Uh, I mean, I- I'd be honest with you, he-, he did surprise me with it, but, you know, Affleck's version of it, but I'd- he'd be number four. I liked him in the Snyder Cut. All right, all right. So let's talk about this real quick. We haven't mentioned it. So there was a Justice League and there was a Justice League Snyder Cut. Yeah, I still have not watched that one. Oh, really? Gavin, have you watched it? Nope, I have not. Okay. Only, only the original. Wow. So we're not talking about I, I've yet to, <laughs> like, I I'm not going to talk against my cat or the brick wall. Like, <laughs> someone who can't respond to my thoughts. It's no different than if this was Saturday. <laughs> but it's Sunday. So you know what? It is different. <laughs> no, I, like I said, I saw the, you know, the, the first Justice League, like, like Gavin said, and I know there's new stuff in it. I know they changed a couple things in there, and there's some, and it is good. But I'm like, I have to wait four hours to sit through what I've already sat through for three hours. So I just have to commit myself to do it. I'm not saying I'm not going to, but I have to commit to doing I, it. Same. And I've not done that I don't want to spoil I'm going to say I don't want to spoil it. You've spoil seen it. the movie. Yes, yeah. spoil uh, and he puts his own <laughs> twist on editing and film, you know, like CGI and all that stuff. It literally 
in my opinion, makes a better movie. Like, the first Justice League kind of sucks. Like, I'm a big DC fan more than I am a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. And when I talk about DC, I'm a Justice League fan because I like it when they all come together, work together, and they all, you know, do their thing. The The first cut, awful. I Critics review, um, agree. Viewers agree. The movie was just genuinely bad. The Snyder Cut genuinely approves it, and it it's actually a really good movie. Um, I say, I don't... Go watch it when you have when you have four hours because Tony wasn't lying. The Snyder Cut extends a lot of it. Yeah, um, but it is worth a watch. And when you two watch it, let's talk about it because okay. I genuinely think it is better than the original. Like that night, or <laughs> I mean, you got my phone number. Call me. <laughs> hey man, I'm sitting down here. Everybody's watching my. Look, I'm watch two hours show. in and uh, <laughs> taking what? a halftime break. <laughs> I'm coming over to your apartment. I'm going to make you finish this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, DC has changed a lot, I will say. They, I mean, at the beginning, I know we've had this argument, or not argument, we've had this conversation. Discussion. In the past, but it wasn't really argument amongst us, more no. us opinions. But, you know, DC was conquering things in the movies earlier. Before Marvel. Mm. Yeah. Marvel figured out the formula and got it right. DC's kind of scrambling now. Yeah. Uh, but they have they have done a lot, but I think they're starting to catch up now and understand, hey, we have to do... Yeah, we steps. have to slow burn. But I think DC, they had, they had, like, they didn't have to figure out that formula because they had great reviews on their single off hits. Yeah, their initial so, IPs. Ex- exactly. So well, Superman saw- came out with a trilogy and it was a hit. And yeah. then, well, the problem is they saw Disney's ten dollar, ten billion dollar revenue from their multiverse thing, and they're like, "Well, we need. I want some of those ten billion dollars." Yeah. Right. Well, that's that was the thing was, I think the MCU went okay. Well, we've had all these individual projects that have sucked, and then they said, "Why don't we just try to kick this off? We'll do two or three movies and see how they kind of." slightly intricately go together and we'll see what kind of family and it was a hit yep. and then they throw in Endgame which blows up mm-hmm. everything but and, and then DC's uh, already you know they at that point they relied too heavily on the single shot mm-hmm. that it that was the one thing they introduced Aquaman in the Justice League movie before he got his stand before he got yeah if they had reversed that that might have been a little bit better because you had more of an understanding about Arthur Curry and Jason Momoa yeah. and all that fun stuff same thing with the Flash yeah and he still had, his movie just got delayed till 2023 yeah. well and they Cyborg. did I mean you know they're mm. like all those kind of got introduced before they had their standalones I think yeah. the only one um, I do want to bring up a point okay. um, I know I'm the only one who will talk about this and we don't bring it up often but the animated the cartoon movies of the DC universe they are considerably better than the live action ones oh, okay. uh, like the killing joke uh, uh, Batman ninja Batman and um, the one where Batman has sex with Batgirl. I cannot remember the name of that one at the moment, but it's literally a thing. Mark, Mark Hamill was the voice of the Joker. Yeah, uh, but that was the animated... And yeah. Kevin Conroy, he was yeah. the voice of Batman. Mm-hmm. And they're both fantastic. And when they get adopted into the movies, it just makes it that much better. But the writing and the production value of their animated movies is considerably... Like, I would argue, much better than their live-action ones. So where Marvel, they do put out like animated, they do Flashpoint and they do um, a bunch of, um, you know, Avengers stuff. Yeah. And they're really good. Don't get me wrong. But 
uh, DC has been doing the animated version so long that they have the Marvel formula for the animated. They cannot touch them. In my opinion, DC's animated movies are considerably better than their um, live action ones. Don't get me wrong. I love Wonder Woman. I love Aquaman. But their animated ones, they, they tell a better story than they could ever do in a live action one. Well, that's what I was saying, too. Kind of comparing like DC's TV shows. Mm. They do a way better job interconnecting. They're like the live action yeah, yeah, yeah. TV shows as opposed to the If movies. this was a TV show podcast, I might actually have a gripe about that, but I don't want to go down that route. <laughs> I will saying, complain all day about CW. I know okay. you will. I, I already know what your feelings are, and I'm just saying the, the formulaic, or formulaic way they do it, yeah. as opposed to like what they try to do in the movies, it mm. works better in the TV show. They yeah. figured it out that way. I'm mm. not talking about the way they write it or anything like that. But also, another thing is like DC... Going back to the old Supermans, old Batmans and stuff. If you think about it, if you think of Marvel characters, technology wasn't there to do most of their stuff. Yeah. A good majority of their stuff. Superman, you know, back then you could do wires. You know, they, they were already doing laser kind of things. So you could do the laser eyes. A little more unrealistic or a little bit harder to do, but they could do that. Batman, you could do that. Because it's just yeah. a guy who throws a grapple, you know. He says, fear me. Yeah. And then he beats someone up. <laughs> yeah. But they were able to do that stuff. It just was not technologically able to be it wasn't difficult. done. Like Marvel wasn't. As we've talked about that before. They had quite a few failures in movies because mm-hmm. they were so technologically horrible. Like mm-hmm. It just wasn't there. But I think that's another reason why they were able to build such a huge fan base and, mm-hmm. and actually pull it off the way they did. That's just my opinion. I mean, it's a good opinion. I, and, and I like, and I like all. Yeah, I mean, comics. you make sense. <laughs> Logically, that, I cannot fault you. That was no, a no, rational you. thought. <laughs> I appreciate. So your IQ is above one ten. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> and we're back. Now. Yeah, we're back. Now. Uh, we got a little bit of time left. Um, probably about a good six, six, seven minutes. So. I leave this open forum. I know you're the big DC guy. I love DC as well. Mm. Um, but I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Marvel. I mean, clearly they've done very well for themselves, mm. and I've took off work to go see some of their movies. They're just they're really good. But I, <clears throat> coming from a standpoint of what I like in the comics versus what I've seen as an animated or a television show mm. versus what I've seen in the movies, I just like the lore, the companionship, and the interconnected stories a lot more than I do with the Marvel. Yeah, um, and the one thing is, Mar- a lot of people don't know that DC owns Dark Horse, so all of those comic books that are being, like, um, The Watchmen, which is a Dark Horse mm-hmm. comic, it's they do those kind of, like, offshoots really well. It's, yeah. it's the times they're trying to compete with Marvel that they kind of drop the ball. Yeah. Um, well, I have- they're trying to follow that yeah. formula, and it's just like, you can't follow somebody and mm-hmm. do it just as good. And plus... You're owned by Warner Brothers, one of the top three telecommunications in the world. You're not Disney, though. Disney towers above Warner yeah. Brothers. They could. It's like going Sony and Microsoft. Sony is really big, but Microsoft is even bigger. So when Xbox wants to do something, Microsoft is just going to, all right, here's $3 billion. Yeah. Sony's like, we have a budget. Let's see what we can do. And somehow they can still keep up with it. But if you try and compete at the same level, you're going to fail. Well, think about it this way, too, and this is in no way a dig on DC by any means. It's actually, I'm just trying to talk about it practically. One thing Marvel can do as well with expanding is if you really think about it, 
all the characters that are in Marvel, right? There's a shit ton of them. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't even be able to name off counting heroes and villains. DC is a lot more limited. Mm-hmm. If you really look at it, someone said it to me a while back, and I never really thought about it, because I was like, I was a big Justice League fan, too. And they're like, well, what other teams does DC really have? And I sat back for a minute. Because, you know, like, Marvel, you got, like, the Fantastic Four, you got the Avengers, you know, you got Excalibur, you got the X-Men, Defenders, X-Force, all the... And it just spans out, and I'm like... Well, they have the Justice Friends of America, which was the start in, like, the 50s. The the Justice uh, the Justice Society of America, which is just an earlier version of the yeah. Justice League. Different characters, yeah. to a degree. It, it was in between Justice Friends and Justice League. And then you have the new 52 version, which they swapped someone for Cyborg. But if you really take, like, all the superhero teams, yeah. what, what really is there? I think that's why they bought Dark Horse. <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying. So I think that's another problem is they have a little bit trouble more expanding because yeah. they ha- they're very limited and there's nothing wrong with that. That yeah. would actually be, well, in my in, opinion... In my opinion, that means that all the characters are way more fleshed out than the other ones. That's what yeah. I mean. That's, mm. that's what, And you have a more condensed story. You can, tell. Mm. You, can, you can focus a little bit easier. You're like, you know, that's... Even though Marvel's still doing good, but they have to, like... They're, they keep grabbing and moving around and... Mm. Yeah. Luckily, Kevin Feige is doing a very good... Good job on yeah, keeping and it. And Eternals and Moon Knight and, and yeah. the the Black Knight. But that that was my point on that is like if you really went until they said it to me, I'm like, no, Justice League. Yeah, there's like DC's got a lot of money. Justice League, Justice mm-hmm. Society. Uh, everything's going with Justice. The, right? the League of Extraordinary uh, Gentlemen. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that actually might be DC. And I think it, <laughs> it might Teen Titans. I mean, yeah. Not, yeah, I mean, they're basically Teen just Titans. younger versions of. Yeah. They're all so, the sidekicks, or Young yeah, Justice. Yeah, they're all basically the same thing, but again, that's nothing wrong I will with say this. Um, one of my favorite vil- or villains slash anti-heroes of the DC Universe is Lobo. Okay. We haven't seen him in live action, and if we have, I haven't seen it, and I'm assuming they did him wrong. Warner Brothers needs to put him in a live action movie, you cowards. I want to see full Lobo in a movie, and not just... Some he was referenced. Like, I want Lobo on his space motorcycle beating up Superman in a movie. <laughs> Do it, you cowards. Do it, you cowards, or die. It's a rated R. If Lobo's in it, it's a rated R movie, and there's swearing, there's drinking, <laughs> and there's punching. It's Deadpool for DC, and Lobo <laughs> is Deadpool. Deadpool for DC. That's awesome. No, oh, man. Oh, we got a couple minutes left, so any final thoughts on the DC world? DC Comics, DC... I just said my piece. I know you did. I think it was... (laughs) Lobo. Solomon Grundy. Make it happen. You cowards. You cowards. cowards. (laughs) Just make a good Green Lantern movie. That's all I'm saying. Um, I did see there is talk of a Green Lantern 2. What they should do is... I haven't seen that. They should just put, like, Green Lantern in, like, one of the other DCU movies that's existing... Like kind of like they did with well, know, that was Batman, Superman. Supposedly, Justice, that's what they were going to do with Justice League too. That's where they were yeah. going to introduce Green Lantern <laughs> into the DCEU. But I heard it's not going to be Hal Jordan. It's supposed to be one of the uh, other ones. John, the the black guy, John. What the hell is his name? John Connor. No, <laughs> Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know who you're talking about John Stewart. John Stewart. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the Snyder Cut, you meet the Martian Manhunter in the Justice okay. League. So I think that was their way of opening up that door. Like, we're going to okay. bring the whole Justice League into this. Nice. Well, they need to. 
But rumor was they were going to bring Jon Stewart into the next Justice League if they actually do one. Okay. That's all I got to say about that's them, DC. <laughs> I just want a good Green Lantern. That's it. Because I, I was always a big fan of the Green Lantern. As much as I was a Superman fan, Green Lantern was like my second. Uh, Green Lantern is really good, and so. I'm really upset they did it dirty. Yeah, well, you know, we can't and change the past. We can only look to the future. We can only enjoy the present as it happens. Yeah, wow. and hopefully Warner Brothers thinks or respects mine and Gavin's threats of calling them cowards. Oh, yes. Yeah. yes. And Solomon guys... Grundy and Lovewood. You know what? Put them in the same fucking movie. Yeah. Oh, I would actually pay the to see that The anti-justice friends. <laughs> Noble versus Grundy. <laughs> I would pay to see that. I would pay to see either one of them, but you yeah. know. <laughs> Not if it was on the Plexer. <laughs> but that is all the time we have for this uh, week. Thank you guys so much for uh, joining us talking DC and everything DC universe wise. Uh, Patrick, you got something? No, I'm. Ta- this is keep it going. Oh, okay. Uh, so anyway, that's the end of this show for this week. Until uh, next week, this is Movie Talks and Chill. For Movie Talks and Chill, we're your hosts. I'm Tony Serrato. I'm Gavin Butts. I can't find the rhyme. I, I'm going to cite and see if I can say this. My name is Patrick Solomon Grundy, born on a Monday, married on Tuesday, died on Wednesday, born again on Thursday. Fuck, I can't remember the rest. Wall. <laughs> All right, everybody. Until next time, take care. Don't forget, guys, you can visit us at our website, movietalksandchill.com. Email us at talktous at movietalksandchill.com or find us on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can also follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Movie Talks and Chill. You can listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, coming soon to Apple Podcasts, Castbox, and Overcast. New episodes available every Wednesday. Talk to you then. Theme music for our podcast was composed, arranged, and performed by Paul the Rock.